My brothers and sisters in Christ, we enter the third week of Easter. Accounts of the risen Christ are surfacing, but the disciples, still afraid, are unsure of what to do next. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The two disciples recounted what had taken place on the way, and how Jesus was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. While they were still speaking about this, he stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. But they were startled and terrified, and thought that they were seeing a ghost. Then he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do questions arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. And as he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While they were still incredulous for joy and were amazed, he asked them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of baked fish. He took it and ate it from them. He said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and in the prophets and psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written, that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. The Gospel of the Lord. Studies suggest that 12.5% of adults in America, literally 1 in 8, will experience a specific phobia in their lifetime. So what are you afraid of? Spiders? Thunder? Barking dogs? Needles? Many suffer at times from claustrophobia, the fear of being enclosed in tight or crowded spaces. This can be triggered when using an elevator, traveling in confined vehicles such as a locked car or a crowded plane, going through tunnels or revolving doors, or getting an MRI. When triggered, claustrophobia can cause sweating, shortness of breath, an increased heartbeat, even fainting. Such is the case of the disciples in today's gospel. They feel like the walls are closing in on them. They're hunkered down, locked inside a hidden room in Jerusalem, terrified the authorities will arrest them. Jesus, their friend and Lord, has just been killed, and they wonder, are we next? Reports of the risen Lord are surfacing. Even some of the disciples locked inside that room claim to have seen him, yet they're struggling to make sense of it all. While there's a miraculous chance that Jesus is alive again, they're also legitimately afraid for their own survival. Imagine the disciples listening to the voices outside, children running in alleyways, locals bartering in the streets, people chattering back and forth. Were those voices also participants on Good Friday? Did they cry out, crucify him, crucify him? Did they cheer as Jesus was being led off to death? Would they recognize the disciples if they saw them and alert the authorities? The disciples are living a claustrophobic existence. They're frustrated and afraid. The walls are closing in. They need an open door.
Then seemingly out of nowhere, Jesus appears in their midst, saying, Peace be with you. The disciples shriek. To allay their fears, Jesus says to them, Look at my hands and feet. Touch me and see. Slowly their fears abate. Sliding their hands and fingers into his side, they realize Jesus is indeed alive again. He has been raised from the dead. His presence turns their most dismal fear into overwhelming joy. Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, Jesus says, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name. You are witnesses of these things. Then comes the open door. It is not a door to guaranteed security. It's the door to mission. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. The disciples are tasked with sharing the good news with the world. Their first mission is to preach to the very crowds who wanted Jesus dead. Never in a million years is that the door the disciples thought would be opened. Not three years ago, not three days ago, and certainly not now. But they're so convinced that Christ is risen, out they go. As we hear in our first reading, Peter begins preaching to the crowds in Jerusalem, converting thousands. Within the next few decades, the gospel will reach Rome, Greece, even as far as India. Such a staggering task was only possible because Jesus gives them his peace. My peace I leave you, he says. My peace I give to you. Peace. In Hebrew, shalom. Shalom means inner stillness, harmony, wholeness, prosperity. While the disciples face a risky future, Christ's inner stillness, his shalom, will be with them. Like the disciples today, how many of us are facing an open door? Perhaps we're considering a career change, going off to college, slowly returning to society after a year of isolation, or the invitation to deeper belief. Or maybe we're facing something much more difficult. Some of us may have heard that word we all fear, cancer. Whatever it may be, the Lord says to all of us, peace be with you. We do not need to be afraid because the risen Christ is with us. I remember when the Lord opened the door to priesthood for me. Like the disciples initially, I was afraid. Could I really live a life dedicated to God? Could I kneel at the bedside of the sick and the dying? Baptize children? Bury someone's loved ones? And could I preach Sunday after Sunday? Not on my own, but with Christ all things are possible. He gave me his peace, his shalom. The prophet Isaiah tells us, I will lead the blind on their journey. On paths unknown I will guide them. Thus every step we take in life is met with God's loving gaze, strengthening us for our mission.
Claustrophobia is the often irrational fear of being trapped inside enclosed spaces. It's a feeling anyone can have when facing an uncertain future or needing an open door. But today the Lord says to us, Peace be with you. There's nothing to fear. Whatever our future holds, Christ will be with us.